Because that's such an emotional connection, brand uh, leadership within the business is really critical in actually delivering that. Welcome to Managing Marketing, a podcast where we discuss the issues and opportunities facing marketing, media and advertising with industry thought leaders and practitioners. My name is David Angel and today I'm joined by Jemima White, um, General Manager of Marketing at Target. Um, Jemima, I think it's fair to say you're a seasoned and multi-talented marketer. <laughs> I'm bigging you up already. Um, with a career spanning loyalty, content, CRM, MarTech and brand marketing and as well as Target, um, your time's been spent with such storied names as Maya and, and AGL, just to mention two. So welcome, Jemima. Um, it's great to be talking with you today. Thanks, David. So um, I am. there's all sorts of things we could talk about. Um, I'm really interested to start with Target because this brand is quite fascinating to me. It's been, you, you're in a huge period of change. The category is, the industry is, the country is, mm. but also Target clearly is. Um, Tell us about that and and a bit and, and the role that marketing is playing to help drive it. Yeah, so Target, I think everyone in Australia knows, is a really well-loved, iconic retail brand. And we've been undergoing a um, really huge transformation over the last few years to really help set ourselves up for an exciting digital future. And marketing's really critical with that because we identified over the last few years that we really needed to um, come back to our heartland brand position. And that for us is affordable quality for everyday life. And it's really important that we um, show our customers and tell our customers about our fantastic quality style and value um, in our products at Target. So we really wanted um, overall to get customers to fall back in love with Target again. And so because that's such an emotional connection, brand uh, leadership within the business is really critical in actually delivering that. And so we have been undertaking um, several years' worth of work around um, looking back at all of our customer insights, really trying to understand what affordable quality means to our customers mm -hmm. and then go back out to market to tell everyone that we are here and we are absolutely delivering fantastic quality products for customers and that we've got a fantastic website and a really terrific app and that we're really setting ourselves up to be a much more nimble business in the mm -hmm. future. And so we have made lots of changes. We closed more than 100 stores um, and we are very much focused on really investing in the customer experience um, in the digital space, but we've got to tell people about it. So our brand transformation is really, it's not a marketing program. It really is a whole of business mm -hmm. um, leadership around proving quality because everyone can say that they're quality and everyone can say that they're affordable um, from a clothing or a soft home perspective. Um, but actually we need to prove, we need to stand by our quality and that's when Target was most successful in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you probably remember 10, 15 years ago, those ads where they used to, um, they were quite graphic um, treatments and they used to wash the clothing in the washing machine yes. and you could still stretch it and everything. So people really resonated with things like that, that quality position. So for us, proving that our quality is affordable and accessible to mm -hmm. all Australians um, is really important. And we actually went back and we reset all our quality standards in all of our factories about three years ago. And so we have been on a long journey to really upgrade the quality um, of goods that we sell in the merchandise. 
um, in our stores and online because it's just so important to our brand. So my job really is to just absolutely um, nail that affordable quality brand position. So we're excited to have rolled out a, um, a brand campaign about 12 months ago with a new platform that's Target and that's really the first step in a long-term brand renewal renewal phase that we're going through here at Target. I want to come and talk about that's Target in a, in a couple of minutes because I think some of those executions are really good. Um, I'm just, just going back to a couple of things you said there, um, closing 100 stores, that must have been challenging for all sorts of reasons, but from a consumer point of view, you're, you're clearly, what you referenced there was a pivot towards e-commerce, but of course the stores you still have left are still really important as, as physical spaces. Um, and I'm imagining that some consumers, particularly in more regional areas where their target store would have been a real cornerstone for them, um, that's probably caused a degree of consternation. How, how has the business been managing that and what's been the take up of um, uh, the new, the, well, not new, but enhanced e-commerce platforms that you've provided? Yeah. Well, um, it's important to note that we still actually sell all over Australia because sure. we sell online and we um, are really confident that our online business is a really good experience for customers. And so we have um, we've spent a lot of time uh, upgrading, if you like, our messaging in those more regional areas if, if we no longer have a, um, a store footprint there that we absolutely still deliver um, to those businesses online. And um, it's important to really... Um, make sure that customers know that. Mm. So that's been part of our marketing strategy with the rollout of our um, brand transformation and we continue to do that um, today. But it's really simple and easy. So it's all about being where the customer wants to be and if they're sitting on their couch and just shopping on the app and then get um, a quick delivery or if they'd like to go in and click and collect, if there is a store that they can drive to, they're welcome to do that too. Mm. So we still feel that we, um, with... Um, with the store footprint that we have, that we still have a really strong reach across all states in Australia. And so as an iconic brand, it's very much about helping people um, know about what a great digital experience we actually offer. Yeah. Simple and easy. And you're just here to build an iconic, an iconic brand. You make your job sound easier than it actually is, <laughs> I think. Yes, I, I imagine. Think, I, mean, I, I Honestly, I... I I can't think of a category more shaken up in the last 10 to 20 years than bricks and mortar retailing, right? And, of course, we just talked about e-commerce, but Target's core, um, historical core, has been bricks and mortar. You know, if you think about the rise of the internet, proliferation of choice, abundance of global options now, the shift of priorities and what consumers want from their brands, and, and emphasis on, I mean, we touched on affordable quality, so much more mm. important now. And, of course, COVID. Mm. I mean, God, the last two what years else? has been, yeah. a, you know, what else? Um, <laughs> You know, from a marketing perspective, um, I look that that's challenging. I, I think, I mean, iconic brand or no, that's that's really challenging, and, and it's challenging to differentiate. Um, I'm interested to understand, you know, what have been the most valuable tools to you in navigating those challenges? Again, from a marketing perspective, and clearly there's opportunity there as well um, to build, which which you've been doing. Um, but what 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 have you used to sort of navigate that yeah. journey? I think I'm, I'm lucky because this brand starts with all the basics really strongly. The, the, um, the logo that we have that identifies our brand is widely recognised yeah. across the country and, in fact, the world. So we start with really strong brand codes, which is really, I think, a foundation piece. But to your point, the changes in marketing, the industry, the movement to data and personalisation and all the buzzwords that everyone's <laughs> talked about during yes. the whole COVID period, you know, 
being more relevant, I think, is more important to me than more personalised to customers. I think if customers feel that the way that you're talking to them and the way that you communicate to them, that um, you're showing them relevant products, that that is, that's what's important in terms of being able to capitalise on all of these um, tools mm-hmm. um, in terms of communicating more one-on-one to customers. I mean, even just the ability to use push notifications in the app and um, use the app as a um, sort of a customer service vehicle is a great um, innovation that's come about in the last 10 years. I mean, yeah. we didn't have apps 10 years ago. Sure. Um, so there is a lot of change, sorry, from a technology point of view, which I think really is helping marketers um, talk to customers in a more relevant way. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's, as we all know, the marketing mix is fragmented so much also in the media landscape over that time. Yeah. And trying to find out where the eyeballs are is very much an ongoing um, learning opportunity for all marketers these days. But, you know, it is very much about just being relevant and sharing what's strong and good about your brand. So for us, we focused on social media um, and really growing our presence there from an organic point of view, showing just newness and some great ranges. We've got some terrific uh, Lily Loves product that's really selling well in our women's wear ranges at the mm-hmm. moment that's going um, going really well on um, TikTok, etc. It's going gangbusters. Everyone seems so to like on, it. If you're good on TikTok, then, yeah. you, then you're good. You know. <laughs> yeah. So who would have known we'd all be talking about TikTok five years ago? <laughs> so these, these, it's about um, embracing the new tools sure. and really thinking about well, how can we make sure that we're talking to customers um, in the right way by using those tools. So um, for us, you know, it's our partners such as our agencies that we work with who help us. Um, give case studies and show what's happening perhaps mm-hmm. around the world or what else is happening in Australia so that everyone can learn and try and um, uh, deploy the best marketing programs. Um, but it really is a matter of um, keeping abreast all the changes, thought leadership for yourself and your team, letting them go out there and, and not just be internally focused. That was one of the interesting things with COVID. Everyone started working from home and they really um, that whole sort of industry sharing of knowledge did shut down for a period of time and it's so exciting being back out in the real world and yes. being able to go to thought leadership breakfasts or things like that where you see great examples from other brands that might mm. be doing things that everyone can learn from. So I think it's about just keeping up with what's happening and, you know, working with your partners together so that they can help share what they know about marketing trends also. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's interesting, I think, clearly from a consumer point of view as well, particularly COVID, um, like just thinking about customer journeys and, and how mm. people are getting to a, a point of sale has changed hugely because of COVID. I mean, I'm reading articles now saying that for a certain age group, TikTok is actually the new Google. I and mean, people, people are using TikTok as a search yeah, engine. Amazing. You know, you've got you've got the rise of all sorts of other channels. You've got ChatGPT coming through. You've got yep. AI starting to be infused in, mm-hmm. in everything. Um, but you've also got quite a challenge there as well because you're you're you've got an incredibly large. I mean, your heartland is not necessarily eighteen to twenty five year olds, but that doesn't mean to say that eighteen to twenty five year olds can't buy from Target and 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 couldn't and couldn't have stuff that they really wanted from Target. So, uh, I guess you're having to look at multiple different customer journeys and how you how you spend your money most wisely to to connect with those consumers. Yeah, so we use um, um, a really detailed segmentation to really talk to mums in particular who are our primary target customers. But as you say, um, younger women as well are interested yeah. in shopping at Target. And if they're seeing things on TikTok like Lily Loves, then they want to they buy that fantastic vest and suit pad, et cetera. 
Um, so it's really important to um, be just thinking about how to segment the channels that you're um, communicating to and um, remembering at the end of the day who your core customer actually is, yeah. going back to what are your brand messages. And for us at Target, our mums are really important to us. When, when mums um, first become pregnant, they start to really engage with the Target brand because our children's wear program is so exceptional. Yes. We're really proud of our baby apparel and what good quality it is and all the organic cottons that we use in our um, own branded materials um, to make the baby garments, etc. So it's a really strong entry point for us in terms of customers coming into the business. So being relevant in and using those segments in the right channel, I think, is quite important. So, you know, what we might um, put on Facebook versus what we might put on TikTok could be two totally different things. Yeah. Trinity P3. And of course, I mean, that, it's really interesting you talk about your heartland there and, you know, mums with, with new kids and, you know, thinking about their lifestyle or even pregnant women thinking about their lifestyle and what media they might consume. Let's not forget about television. Let's not forget about advertising. You know, let, let's not forget about probably still the, one of the largest line items on your budget. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of interested, particularly in those more, in, in quotes, traditional channels, because I, I personally think they still have a huge role to play. Um, I think it's a complete misnomer to just completely focus on, on the new, um, particularly for brands like Target. But I do think retail advertising often gets labelled as, as a bit formulaic. But personally, I, I've got to say, I, I, like, I, I like a lot of what I've seen of that's Target. I like um, particularly the use of humour in some of those... Um, I'm sorry if I'm getting the name, the name of the execution one, but the tested series, yes, you know, the yes. non-attested and, yes. and uh, the dog tested and, and all yeah. that. Um, I I really like that, and I think it's a really. I like the fact you're focused on one product only. You know, in those commercials, I like the the the, the mix between brand and and product in those in those uh, ads. Um, tell me a bit about the thinking behind that target and and how your advertising has evolved as a result of that brand positioning and, and what the reaction has been. Yeah. So our agency, our creative agency, AJF, and our marketing team worked really hard on coming up with that brand positioning. Mm -hmm. And it was important for us that the brand felt really relatable and accessible. And so we wanted to have that sort of um, Australian sense of humour. Yes. <laughs> Not laugh out loud, but a bit of a wry smile that you, yeah. that you have when you see um, these campaigns. And it was also important for us to showcase our products um, being used in everyday life because we wanted to show that we do actually test the products so that they last in everyday life examples. Mm -hmm. And so the best way to tell that story was to develop a series of about nine um, vignettes that talk to some of our core product authority items that we have real confidence, so excellent quality, fabulous um, prices for that quality and made from um, really um, good uh, materials. Um, so that's how we sort of identified what the hero items would be. And then the creative agency came up with their magic around telling that story in, mm. as I said, a really accessible and sort of slightly humorous way. And we just wanted to feel really down to earth because that's what the target brand is. So um, the tested, the reference to tested is important because we do test the quality yes. of our goods. And, you know, we've run target tested programs for many, many years here um, at this brand. Um, so we think that's important to keep using that platform. Um, and that's Target is is a tagline, but it's also our brand platform. That's quality, that's style, that's value, that's Target. Yeah. It's nice and simple. 
feels like it's got longevity as well. Mm. Um, mm. I, you know, mm. it, it's been active for now for what a year, a year and a half, twelve it's months. Like 12 months. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're you, in March now, so it's about yeah. what, twelve months and one month. Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. One year and um, one year and thirteen months. One year and one month. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's the what's the consumer sentiment? What, what's the research telling you? Yeah, we're really happy with how it's um, trending. Um, we feel that it's really um, showing us that we are getting across the quality and style message, um, and that was important to us. Quality is our most important um, of the three quality style value pillars. Mm. Um, so that's really um, really resonating well in terms of our research with the advertising. So um, we're quite we're really quietly pleased with how it's trending. We do think it's got long term um, application, so we're continuing to run this campaign um, mm. even now as we speak. It's currently back on air. Yes. So um, we envisage it will be a long-term platform. Now the products might be updated and change as we bring new products sure. into the business, um, but the items are really genuinely hero items mm. and um, we feel really confident that they absolutely stand for quality, style and value. How, uh, how just on, I'm thinking about product as you're talking there, how, how fast is your business? How, I mean, the product... I've seen a different, I mean, I went into a Target store just in preparation for this and, you know, in, in the last couple of weeks and I found, I thought the product was really different just from even mm. six, six, nine months ago. Mm. Um, how much is, how much are you evolving on the product side of things? Yeah, we're really proud of our merchandise team and what they've achieved over the last few years. As I mentioned, we started with auditing the quality standards and resetting yeah. how we work at the factory base. But the merchandise team um, and our in-house design team that design all our target branded um, products have worked really hard to um, improve not just the quality style and value, but also the fashionability of the product and just make it more desirable as well as being really durable and hard wearing. So we um, really started to notice our kids wear business picked up, picked up really strongly with the new designs a couple of years ago and we've now spread that out to women's wear mm -hmm. um, and soft home etc so we're really proud of where the product's currently going but stay tuned i'm sure there's more great products still to come trinity p3 let's look at the future i guess um we're surrounded by data we're surrounded by tech we're surrounded by ai as we've talked about we're you know evolution everywhere lots of buzzwords but what are your next big bets what where do you think uh, things are really going to shake up in the next, say, 12 to 24 months? Yeah, I think there's sort of two things happening. One is this chat GPT and the um, how AI and tech bots are really changing yeah. the speed to develop writing and content, etc. So I feel like that's really interesting but also challenging as well. The beauty of creativity is the human element of the creativity and the yes. emotional side. So um, I don't want to get too caught up in how a robot might be able to write an answer to a question or write copy quickly. I think there's many applications where they might be able to write copy for websites and things like that. But the other thing that I think is really interesting is just the ongoing explosion of content and editorial, particularly in um, apparel-based businesses, et cetera. Mm. And so I feel like that um, has absolutely kicked off it's not a new trend but it's yeah. really starting to reach its peak so for us um having more inspirational content is a really important part of our digital customer experience and that's one of the key things we're working on in the next 12 months 
And are you using chat GD? Is the agency no. using chat GD? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I room? won't speak on behalf yeah, of the agency, I so I don't, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what, I mean, from what I've read, it's interesting, chat GPT, I did read an interesting comment saying, you know, the, the joke within an agency creative department of let's run it through chat GPT is now wearing thin. Mm. Like literally, people are get, starting to get a bit annoyed mm. with, uh, oh, yeah, let, let the robots... Um, that's what I was saying. The cre- the beauty of really good creative work is actually the emotional connection and the human element in the creativity. So I think humans will still be around for a long time oh, in advertising think, myself. Well, I think the other thing is that ChatGPT doesn't understand litigation, doesn't understand offensive, doesn't understand, you know, all of the things that you have to tread around um, in order to put an ad out that you won't get sued for or people won't get really offended by. Mm. I don't think... AI is there, yeah. No, no, um, I agree. I so think I human think brains need to be involved in the still process. Needs to, yeah, yeah, still needs to be Yeah, but it's to something it. to watch in terms of longer term. Um, I think for me the content um, piece around help to buy inside the customer journey is yeah. the most interesting thing for us in the next 12 months. I mean, if, I think from a, from a, like flipping it back, I guess you the, the, the demand for content is ever greater, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming that your budgets are not ever greater, yeah. you know. So you're <laughs> so finding the it's number, how corporate Australia is, works. Yeah, that's how corporate <laughs> yeah. full stop works. But yeah. finding finding ways to produce more content for the same budget, that I mean, that's a constant challenge. And I guess that's where the a lot of it has fired up around ChatGPT mm. is that it can mm. be much more dynamic and it mm. could be much more nimble. Um, but I mean, generally, sorry, we are. I mean, I'm going off into another slightly different topic here, but. Um, are you working close with your agency, I guess, to manage that? Or is there in-house people in terms of producing all of that content that you just talked about? Oh, we work with agency partners to do yeah. things like that, yeah. Um, it's the I think basically the agency model still exists in most marketing businesses today. Mm. Some people insource some things. For us, it's really important to have that external creative thinking and really work with our external partners because they're the ones that are not internalised inside the office sure. here thinking about us all day long. They come up with the big ideas. So for us, it's important to keep using the partners to do things like Very that. Very human emphasis yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I think we could have chat yeah. GPT internally, yeah, but no, no, we still need I a- think the other trend that's really interesting, you sort of referenced it earlier, is the change in space around what's next for search. Like if the next generation is actually searching via TikTok, that's interesting. What does that mean in five years when those women become mums? Oh, absolutely. And look, ChatGPT again is being referenced as a new, as a threat to Google. Um, mm. People searching via, uh, essentially searching by a chatbot, and with you know, with with it able to respond. Um, and yeah, you've got to account for the now, the next, and the later, haven't you? I mean, you've you got to, you've got to, you've got to yeah. be doing what the mums are doing now. But you're right. In five years' time, could be completely different. I know that's a challenge for agencies, and I guess it's a challenge for uh, for you guys as well. Um, but the more data that you have, I mean, you'll have much more well, data. Well, if you have a crystal ball, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I could send you a, a CDB and a customer data platform or something. I don't think that's quite the same thing, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, look, I think, I think you know, we've covered quite a lot of ground there in a relatively short space of time, uh, which is super efficient, just like a good retailer should be. Um, one final question, I guess. Uh, Williams Landing or Geelong? Favourite? I never worked. You never worked in Geelong, did you? No, no. I, I'm a Melbourne girl, so I've always worked <laughs> in the Melbourne um, office. Yes. Oh, I was 
trying to get, put you in a really uncomfortable position when not you have to all. offend the people of Geelong or no, offend the people of Geelong. No, not at all. I uh, genuinely can't offend anyone. I've only ever worked in the Melbourne office. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, yeah. I mean, God, Target was in Geelong for a long time. I remember going out there um, in years gone by. But um, you've got a great facility here. Um, yeah, so we I'm, really respect our heritage and we even have one of our biggest rooms here in the offices called the Geelong Room. Yes. So we really respect the heritage there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we know that it's part of the history of the brand. It definitely is part of the history of the brand, but I'm sure that closer to Melbourne is probably a bit easier <laughs> than the commuting out to Geelong every day. Uh, well, I've not done it. so Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, um, lovely to talk to you, Jemima. Thanks again for being um, a guest on the podcast and all the very best with your ongoing transformation of an iconic brand. Thank you so much. Great to chat to you, David. Thank you.